0: And Mama K. Hi, everyone. And tonight we were reviewing The Goldfinch, the new film. The Goldfinch, uh, directed by <laughs> John Crowley, who did a movie a couple years ago that got a lot of accolades. Uh, Brooklyn, uh, the Searsha yeah. Ronan film. That one, I saw that. I have that. It's, I like that movie quite a bit. Um, he has some other stuff that I have not seen, but that is what I knew him from going into this, so I was excited for that when I saw the trailers and everything. Um,. This is based on a book about called The Goldfinch by Donna Tartt. Uh, have either of you read that book?
1: Um, I'm going to say no. negative. No, yeah.
2: it's like 800 pages long. It's
0: Is that long? I, mean, a, I don't even know how long a, books are I, these days. Yeah, I don't <laughs> read
2: books. That's like a Harry, that's a serious Harry Potter sized book, like the big ones. Huh.
0: Jess, I know like you the had one a friend. into two movies. I know you had a friend that ha- saw it and also read the book and said there's some. Oh, interesting. There's some differences. Not not a ton, but there's there's some, especially later on in the movie.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll bring those up when we talk about the plot.
0: Yeah. So this stars uh, Ansel Elgort is like our our lead here. Uh, people will know him probably most from Baby Driver, uh, from a couple Baby years Driver, back. Baby Driver, yeah. Yeah, um, and then. We have a bunch of other people like uh, kind of come in and out. Nicole Kidman. Uh, we have Sarah Paulson, Luke Wilson, Jeffrey Wright. Uh, Finn Wolfhard plays young Boris, who is the young Theo's friend. That's Ansel, Ansel Elgert's character's main main character. Um, the the yeah, kids. Huh?
2: Yeah, who gets more um, like uh, more time in this movie? Is it the young,
0: the young kids yeah, or what the is, what is
2: the boys What is the boys' name? The main Oaks,
0: character. Oaks Oaks Fegley plays young Theo.
2: Theo, yeah. Is it the young Theo that gets more playtime, or is it the Ansel Elgort?
0: It's pretty close to an think... even split for me, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I think an even split. If I had to say, I'd probably say young Theo, but not by much. Yeah. It might be like, yeah, yeah
0: 55, 45. It's, it's pretty even, I feel like. Um, right. But without giving too much else away, if you have not seen. The Goldfinch. It is in theaters now. I I don't know how, for how much longer because it's, um, <laughs> it's tanking. It's not doing. It's not doing well at the box office. And, Sinking uh, the ship. The the, the <laughs> score the the score is on it, it never are, even are mixed. floated.
1: It just started sinking.
0: All right. Well, I think we know how (laughs) Jess is going to be on this show. Um, So if you haven't seen it in theaters now, go check it out if you have any interest. (laughs) We rate things here at Films with a Woman in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the characters, the plot, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Um, I didn't give you a summary. I'll give it to you now because it's kind of hard to follow if you don't know the book. Not hard to follow, but there's just a lot going on. Um, Theodore Theodecker, played by Anto Elgort, Sometimes uh, was thirteen years old when his mother was killed in a bombing at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. The tragedy changes the course of his life, sending him on a stirring odyssey of grief and guilt, reinnovation and redemption, and even love. So there, there's mm. the the goldfinch. There's also it, a painting yeah. called. It the goldfinch mentions Vault.
1: nothing about the painting in that. Well, there's there's synopsis. one more sentence
0: that I, there's one more sentence I left off. Though it all. Through it all, he holds on to one tangible piece of hope from the terrible day, a painting of a tiny burn chain to its purse, the goldfinch.
2: There you Ah, uh, but but does he? I know,
1: I was gonna say. <laughs> but he's got does some he? slippery fingers.
0: Yeah. Fingers. It's not a... <clears throat> <clears throat> he's not firmly
1: <throat> he's... grasping it in his hand.
0: And there's the no. SpongeBob reference for the show today. <laughs> <laughs> Check out uh, the list. So, <laughs> so... <laughs> We start with, as the the synopsis says, thirteen year old Theo, um, and yeah, we start right off with the bombing at the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and he is placed in custody of the Barbers, which is a family that is an estranged friend. Uh, Theo, someone.
2: Theo. It
0: says Andy in the synopsis. Who's Andy?
1: The little Andy's kid, the, like the boy, the quirky Andy barber, punk the boy. little boy.
0: Oh, I forgot about him. This movie's so long. I forgot about that character <laughs> completely. um Ooh, the
2: resonance
0: yeah, so well, yeah, uh <laughs> well, so the yeah. <laughs> Andy is the little kid who uh yeah has this family uh Nicole Kidman's the mom he she encourages him to have an interest in antiques and art um and he also at this time has a little possession, a little ring. We don't know anything about the ring yet, but he has to bring it to Hobart and Blackwell, which is a shop run by. James Hobby Hobart played by Jeffrey Wright I think people will recognize him he's in all kinds of stuff um I, I think of uh what's what's that show um Westworld that's probably the thing I could think of off the top of my head that he's got a biggest I think role of in
2: Hobart I think of Hobart and Cosmo
0: yes but that has nothing to do with Jeffrey Wright <laughs> so
2: um but it has to do with the name Hobart
0: So his deceased partner is the other guy who, uh, you know, it's Hobart Blackwell. Blackwell is the guy who died um, in the bombing the same day as Theo, which we kind of find out here. Um, We kind of find out in bits and pieces throughout the movie. It's kind of a loose narrative. But, you know, he he befriends uh, Jeffrey Wright, uh, who has a niece, Pippa, who was also at the museum uh, during the bombing. And she has memory issues here as a kid. Um, they bond over some some music that she's not allowed to listen to, but they they talk about it anyway. She was a she played um what she play? she flute. played a, flute flute okay yeah I knew it was yeah. some orchestra instrument. Everyone in this movie is really into the arts and antiques and classical music, and it's all it's all very like like that. Um, so- it's all
2: very Upper East Side Manhattan bougie, uh, unrelatable.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, unrelatable. I, um, yeah, it's it's a type of character, I guess. Not for everyone. Uh, probably why it's not doing so well across the board at the box office.
2: Yeah,
0: I um, think it's unrelatable. Uh, so. So Theo begins to settle into life, and just when he, you know, is about to go off on this boating trip in Maine with Andy and the family, uh, his dad, his deadbeat dad arrives. His estranged, alcoholic, gambling father, Larry, who is Luke Wilson,
2: interesting choice (laughs) for this
0: role, Um, and his newly detoxed uh, girlfriend, Zandra, played by Sarah Paulson. Um,
2: Only detoxed if you consider they're not drinking hard alcohol anymore, they're just taking pills and drinking beer wine and wine and beer. yeah so yeah. you
0: know they've, they've cut back is in i yeah. mean for them that's cutting back um so they have to relocate to las vegas and one yeah. of those in one of those um uh, mcmansion neighborhoods like this is right i think this is during like the, the crisis like 2007 2008 time so that's why there's this uh bunch of these mcmansion houses in the middle of the desert nothing else is around it reminds me of arrested development the one house on the hill and there's nothing else around um, yeah that scene only... literally
1: made me so thirsty that couldn't be more deserty yeah. than you could think of
0: yeah it's it's there's... hell around there i mean it's horrible and thirsty, like yeah. they even say Depressed. like you say it's the best
2: I said, it makes you depressed Oh, I, was, I thought you said this is the best <laughs> I was going to say, like, we know
0: no, where your, your retirement home
1: going to be <laughs> <laughs> You do
0: not want to be stuck with Larry and Zandra in this place And they're, like, they're the only two people there Until a new neighbor uh, moves in uh, Boris, played by Finn Wolfhard um, And he is Ukrainian immigrants That's a totally
2: he- different neighborhood, dude
0: No, this is still That's in Las tol- Vegas
2: It's still in Las Vegas, but it's a completely separate neighborhood in Las Vegas Like those neighborhoods are all over the place, where there's one house that's occupied within like 30 dead houses.
0: I thought that was the same neighborhood.
2: No, each one. Well, no, because they said they even said, "Yeah, it's are you the only house in the in your neighborhood?" And he said, "Yeah, I'm the only house."
0: Yeah, and then Boris moves in. Yeah, I
1: thought that was before Boris moved.
0: Right. Why would they? Why would that be the case? Because they can go to each other's houses. Like they're close by.
2: They're close by, but they're not in the same like.
0: But when we pan out and see the desert, it's just that one neighborhood. There's nothing else around. <laughs> they would have had to mm-hmm. have walked through like desert to get to the other neighborhood. <laughs> I don't think that's what happens. Right. So I th- right. I think it's the same neighborhood. I, I- I'm almost positive.
2: Mm-hmm. Agree to disagree
0: no agree that i'm right and you misread it that's okay um and then we cut during let's during this let's,
2: let's all watch it again no and figure there,
0: out <laughs> <right>. <laughs> there's no there's just no way it's the same neighborhood there's just like i can't even believe you would think it's a different one it just doesn't even make any sense
2: well that's because i know what things were like back then and that's exactly what it was like you'd have cookie cutter neighborhoods that look exactly the same and there'd only be one But what
0: makes you think it's a different house? one other than that one line of dialogue because- which is before Boris moved in
2: it wasn't before Dor- Boris. Yes, before it was. Boris, Boris and Theo were talking to each other about it. After. Oh, my gosh. Please, somebody who has seen this movie, comment.
0: And, and read the book, by the way. To, I'm sure this is the same neighborhood. Defense. I'm sure this is the same neighborhood. I'm sure. I'm 100% sure. I'm not even. I'm not even... I am,
2: I'm 100% sure it's not. Jess? You are an, we're fighting. Jess,
0: okay. Yeah, Jess. Whose side are you on? Come
2: on.
1: Uh, I'm on Brandon's side. On I think your it's side. the same neighborhood. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, uh, we cut during this this time. This is
1: how it's
2: going to be.
0: Yeah, well, that's, that's an important part. You can't just say <laughs> whatever. Um, you can't. Uh, anyway, uh, eight years later, we cut to Theo as an uh, adult, a young adult. Uh, Ansel Elgort is now playing him, and he is working with. Um, and he is now working with uh, Hobby. Uh, the hobby. The- Sorry, Hobie. This I'm
2: sure. Yeah, that, that, <laughs>
0: Thank that's you. fine. That's Hobie. You were correct. I'll, I'll, I'll concede when you're right. Um, uh, Jeffrey writes Hobie. Um, they're running the antique store together now. And um, the they the start to get questions from this one asshole guy who's buying paintings from him, which we'll get into in a second. Uh, before we do all that, we've pretty much been introduced to all the characters right now. I'll start with Mama K, since I did not see this with you. I, I have no idea what where you are on this movie. What do you think of the characters mm. in this movie?
2: Um. I think that the characters, when they're young, um, are compelling and, and, you know, kind of interesting. Uh, I think when they get older, they're super flat. And Nicole Kidman's character throughout is uh, a Stepford wife who has the same look on her face 100% of the time. And... I don't know what that look is. It's uh, she feigns interest in her family. I'm not really sure. Uh, She's very strange. And I just don't, I don't think it, I think if you're adapting something from an 800 page book, and even though this movie was two and a half hours long, I think there must've been so much in it that you couldn't, this director tried to touch like on every little thing and nothing really landed because I think he was all over the place with the characters. I didn't really get into any of the, relationships outside of boris and theo other characters were just sort of introduced and like forgotten until it was time for them to come back in oh yeah don't forget about this person um so i found that kind of irritating and boring i'm going to give the characters a two and a half
0: so before i pass it off to jess i want to ask you since you said the kids are your favorite part of the of the characters uh finn Wolfhardt's hmm. boris character jess and i i won't tell you who who believes what jess and i disagree on <laughs> how good his accent is what do you think of boris's finn Wolfhardt's accent
2: i think it's a little over the top for somebody who has he professes at 12 or 13 or whatever to have lived in probably at least half a dozen countries and was born in the Ukraine but maybe didn't spend a whole lot of time there uh it's very Boris and Natasha from Bullwinkle and Rocky
0: so is that good, bad, or in the middle? I don't know what that means.
2: I think it's in, I, I'm kind of in the middle. I think it's a little, I think it's a little over <sighs> the top. I think the accent, I think the accent is okay, but I think the fact that he still misuses words or like leaves out words, like you would say Boris, Natasha, instead of Boris and Natasha, you know, I'm, I'm like, eh, I think by now we would have been all done with that. So hmm.
0: All right, well, Jess, what do you think mm. of the characters? And why don't you start with your opinion on, on Finn Wolfhard here?
1: Yeah, I thought that his accent was as bad as Jennifer Lawrence in Red Sparrow.
0: <laughs> Which yeah. is ridiculous. That's not true at all. <laughs> not...
1: I swear, he'll say a sentence yeah. and wa- one or two of the that. words didn't have an accent or d- it wasn't placed right. I felt like Which it is was... correct,
0: though, because like Mama Kay said, he's moved around a lot, so he shouldn't have an exact Ukrainian or Russian, as you said. Accent. Yeah,
1: but it wasn't consistent. It's it just, not, but, it he, but he lived
0: in 13 different places. Why would it be consistent?
1: Well, I mean, consistently, like, well, with which word he messes up or what kind of vowel, I think it was just poorly done.
0: All right. I won't, I won't get into the argument on
2: this one.
1: Um, but I have to agree with Mama K on her rating and her analysis. I think the kids as well were better um, as children than they were as adults. Um, I really, I do really, really like young Theo. Um But I think adult Theo is just okay. Adult Theo was kind of hard to read. And I don't think he really expressed as much as he should have. Whereas young Theo, you pretty much understand that character full on out. Um, Nicole Kidman, she Mm -hmm. always plays a stern mother or a stern figure. She is not a dynamic actress. I mean, I do like her and everything (laughs) she's in. But she really can only play one part. And I've only seen her as that. She's never like that mom that makes cookies yeah. or a bake sale or even hugs anybody affectionately.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, and and isn't that, I mean, I understand that this is New York and their upper crust and all of that. And maybe that is sort of suitable for that character. But I mean, there's just nothing like flat is flat. And then, yeah, I, mean, I felt the same way with Ansel. I go, uh, I'm going to say wrong, the older Theo. Yeah, I feel the same with him that I was kind of like his face just kind of looked through me almost all the time.
1: So uh, I know that she liked Theo as a kid, but then when she was older, Mm -hmm. she was like, oh, my gosh, I treated you like my own. I really like loved being around you. I'm so glad you're part of the family. I didn't get that from her when they were little. I think that she was nice and accepted him, but I didn't see her, I guess, as open arms as she said she was.
0: I don't think she can't be was, though. Like she's kinda like, you know
1: Well I think
2: though that she was projecting that once they found him, you know, because she lost Andy at a young age, that once they found him, she was replacing Andy with him. And I don't think she felt that affectionate toward Andy either. I mean they even said that it, they they intimated that he was actually the least liked of everybody in the film. <laughs> Oh yeah, Andy's the black Andy's the black so, sheep Theo's... in the
0: beginning despite that one guy that right. one loud alcoholic guy I don't remember his name
2: Right. Oh yeah, who I, who I like him better as an adult I do is he made
1: no there was like the one scene, scene he where he came down to dinner yeah. and said something was really very rude, and then went back and I was like are you even part of the family or did you just walk in that's what I thought you just said I was like saying. who
0: is that guys and then he walks in he walks in he yells bangs the table and then leaves and then we don't see him again until he's an adult I'm like I'm so confused yeah <laughs> I'm that?
1: just like are you <laughs> so always much. grounded I think this is part where um mama k was saying it was really hard to put the whole book into the movie (laughs) because you had to leave some parts out. Yeah. I'm sure in the book he said much more than that one inappropriate comment. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so my rating is uh, I don't know. I think young Theo brought it up to a 2.5. Otherwise I probably would have done it too. I think you're
2: right. Yeah. Accurate. And I'm 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 with you
0: guys here 100%. It's 2.5. Kids are the best part. Adults are the worst part. I'll talk about some of the adults we haven't brought up yet. I've I've yet to see Sarah Paulson in anything I like her in. Uh, she seems like she would be <laughs> good, but I don't think she is. Like, I, I can't think of anything I like her in. I'm sure there's something out there that I've missed that she's good in, but uh, I've seen probably. Is it
2: because she has an unlikable character or. no? I'm just still... so like
0: recently, I'm thinking I saw her in bird box. I saw her in oceans eight. Um, there was something right. a year before that. I saw her. I, I've seen her in a couple things. And
2: I, I, I don't you know I thought she was okay in oceans eight I haven't seen her I, i've seen her in a few things before that that, that should not be the best she thing was... she
0: was in because she didn't do anything I that. know like, that's not that's not high praise um
2: but she <laughs> <laughs> not saying it's
0: high Uh And Luke just Wilson, saying. who I really like as an oh. actor, is horribly miscast.
2: Yeah. Horribly
1: miscast. Oh. Why
0: would you make this character Luke Wilson? This is it makes no sense no. to me.
1: Yeah, he, it, I agree. It was like you could have just not put, good like Will Ferrell here instead or something.
0: <laughs> Will Ferrell? Oh, that would have been even worse.
1: What are you I talking know, but about? It, it's kind of like I saw him and I was like, wait, what? It was kind of like that.
0: What do you know, Luke right. Wilson from Jess? I am curious.
1: Um, I don't know. Let me check.
0: Mm. okay well you're checking that um the only adult that i thought was any good was jeffrey wright um i actually kind of like yes. when he was on uh he brought some pathos yeah. um pathos whatever yeah i don't mm. care how do you pronounce that um i like some like there's a quiet scene kind of in the beginning with him and the kid when he's talking about the difference between the two chairs the fake and the real one and how they're pretty much indistinguishable those are some nice little quiet right. scenes that i think this movie was trying to go for a lot and trying to like be really subtle and beautiful that way and that was just one of the few scenes that actually worked in that way and then a lot of the other scenes like that mm-hmm. didn't um, I think he's the best adult though the kids are good um, I think Finn Wolfhard's good in this I think he's brings some life into it um, you can say you don't yeah. you know whether whether or not you like his accent or not I, I had no problem with his accent but he he's the only he's an actually interesting character when he's a kid as an adult I don't really understand him anymore and uh, every time I see Ansa Elgort I just wish it was Taron Edgerton, because it's kind of the same guy, but Terrence <laughs> way, way more charismatic. Ansel's Ansel's real flat. Um, and I thought that in Baby Driver, Honestly. too. A movie I should like that I don't love. It's okay. But I, I, I attribute it mainly to him being so...
2: Ooh. Even though I knew it was Ansel Edgar going to be in the movie, I really... Th- When he came on, I was like, oh, God, I forgot. I thought it was Tara and Edgerton that was going to be on. If it was, maybe (laughs) this
0: movie would have had a chance of being better in this with the adults, because he's so much better. (laughs)
2: Um, It might have. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I liked Baby Driver, um, but mostly because of how the music in the movie went along. The characters themselves, there some of the characters were good, but his character in particular... Wasn't as 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 dynamic as I needed him to be.
0: So yeah, so I'm on board with you guys. It's a two five kids are good. I like Jeffrey Wright. Everyone else is either bad mm-hmm. or weird or miscast. It's 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 unfortunate. Um, so
2: what did you think of the adult the adult um, Poppy Poppy Pippa. Oh Pippa? She yeah did nothing she's for in like me. three he scenes don't...
1: right? Yeah yeah I feel like it was just um, young Theo always thought that she was attractive. That's it. She just didn't really have to do anything, but just yourself
0: they could have done i could have done actually with more of that storyline than yeah but what were the other storylines like it's hard to even like there's the art storyline obviously is the big one um
1: what do you mean like the main storylines of the movie
0: yeah, I'm thinking maybe they could have put the push some of the other stuff back and put the love story more ahead because I think that had potential. I don't I, the way it was played out. I didn't care because there was no development whatsoever with her as an adult. Her the two of them again as kids. I kind of like their, their their kid chemistry with each other and I thought that had potential for the future. Right. I liked their actually their first scene together where he's in the store and he's showing her the that the wardrobe. And um, it looks like they're yes, all kind of close. I liked that too. Yeah, and then all of a sudden we see the guy come in, the the her, her fiance or whatever. Um, that's right. I mean, and then that's their kind of last good scene together. After that, it's it could be good. Like they're trying to pull those emotional heartstrings later on when they have like the dinner scene or whatever it is. But it's just not been developed at all for the rest of the movie. Like we, we we spent so much time doing other shit that didn't matter really.
2: I almost got into that scene because of how it was filmed that scene where they had, where they were at dinner together or drinks or whatever it was. Um, because I think, well, we'll get into cinematography, but I think that was like the bonus part of this movie. But, um, like you said, there's nothing, there's no background there. I can't, there's nothing for me to grab onto. Um, I wanted to feel something while watching that, but I didn't. Speaking Speaking of,
1: of, yeah, of love scenes. Um, who was his fiance again? In, oh, what's her name the sister? Yeah. So uh,
0: weird, but um, <laughs>
1: yeah. Apparently, in the book, um, there is much, much more written about the engagement and um, their relationship. But here in the movie, you just mm-hmm. see them wake up in bed, and then you're like, "Oh, they're engaged," and that's it. You don't see right. any relationship of them whatsoever. See that? I that feel like that's helped. how every relationship <laughs> in this movie. That's how every
2: relationship in this movie. I know was. it's like, oh, it's there. Everyone, ex- okay. Oh, oh, what's happening now? Oh, what's happening now? Oh, this is
0: new. no. The only anyone <laughs> good relationship is young Theo and young Boris. Like that's the only one that gets time yeah. and development. And when they have their little goodbye, it's actually like the only re- like there's some decent parts, yeah. but that's like the most the most emotional part is their goodbye. And you know we find out later on why he was you know acting so weird there like saying he was going to come not coming say he wanted to stop and you know that he couldn't tell him Um, right but yeah the 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 whole plot of this movie like i mean when i said it's all over the place it's really all over the place in this in the second half he so he and so getting questioned by this asshole guy that they sold um a piece to that he's accusing them of not having it's not a it's a partial restoration it's not a full antique like certified like it's it's you know to a degree, a forgery, and um, right, and so that they're having to deal with that. But he also knows about the painting, the painting that went missing, the the goldfinch when he was a kid, um, and he knows that you know he that uh the only he put the pieces together. I guess I don't know how he knows all this stuff, but he's like, oh, I know that the uh, Hobie's. Uh, worker or uh, partner was there and he died and then you became buddies with him oh it doesn't seem like a coincidence it's the same day the goldfinch disappeared and it survived another fire years before that so oh I think you might have <laughs> have it and then he's like and also in Miami <laughs> there's like a people said they were stealing it so obviously it's not destroyed I'm like I mean, I guess I can accept that he knows all this for movie sake, but like, I don't really know how he actually knows all this. Um, I will say that guy in the in, in, that guy who's being the asshole is. Really good at being an asshole. I hate him. I hate him in his like <laughs> thirty seconds on screen. Yeah. He is loathsome. So good on that actor for doing that.
2: Well, he's he's a character actor that plays that dude in every movie. Uh, but he was particularly good in. Well, that's this. the best casting I mean, in the whole for, movie. Like, he's so... perfect. He's. I hate <laughs> yeah, him in, instantly
0: right. like like I hate him when he like Nailed sits down it. to like at the first thing. I'm like, oh look at that. Look oh. at this awesome character development in ninety seconds of screen time. Like. <laughs> yeah but um so that
2: <laughs> see they could have done it they just chose not to so
0: and then throughout this whole part we have a bunch of different love stories he's with the the, the sister of bobby we find out <clears throat> he died when he was young and like Mama Kay said, that's why she thinks Nicole Kidman's so welcoming to him when he comes back. Yeah. So the, the sister and him get engaged very quickly, like Jess said. And the uh, meanwhile, he's still in love with uh, Pippa, who lives in London with the other guy. Um, all this is going on, and then uh, Jess calls it a million coincidences happen. Um, she he sees <laughs> uh, what's the what's the, his fiance. Boris. Name? What's his fiance's name? Not Boris. The fiance's name. We've oh, just been oh, saying the daughter no. of the
1: fiance. We haven't really introduced her. Um,
0: because I don't remember uh, her name. Lily. Kitsy. 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 Can... All right, so K- Oh yeah.
2: It's a I, did they even
0: say Kitsie. that once in the movie? I, oh, uh, they probably I don't
2: did. think so. Uh, anyway. They do. Somebody toasts them, but doesn't want to be toasted. Remember at the engagement party. That was an engagement she party. She doesn't want a speech, so I'm gonna. Yeah, she doesn't want a speech, so I'm gonna give a toast uh. to Kitsy and Leo Theo Leo
1: Theo <laughs> Leo yeah. Theo.
0: So Kits he catches Kitsy um, uh, kissing another guy, who happens the... to
1: be the same guy that got him. Um, hey. Detention from in trouble, and which is why they went to the museum to see the principal before they saw the principal.
0: Jess is already like, yeah, coincidence, giant coincidence number one. It's yeah, it just happens to be those two people. It's New York, and he just happens to run into them. And I'm like, all right, yeah, that's a huge coincidence. I can forgive a one big coincidence in a movie. Then a couple scenes later, he runs into <laughs> Boris in New York, who, in and in, in what, the same couple of nights, if not the same night? And now I'm like, alright. I thought it was the same night. That's a, that's also a yeah. very big coincidence. And I turn to Jess, I'm like, oh, it's right. like Life Itself, that movie that you love so much, where there's a million stupid coincidences that are supposed to be beautiful. <laughs> this is that. This is that. This was once not I beautiful. It,
1: this was a mess.
0: Oh, this is, this yeah. is a, I would rather watch this again than Life Itself. Life Itself was garbage um this is not good but like it's the same it literally i thought of that when you said that i was like oh my god this is the same fucking movie it's slow and boring and things just kind of happen and like it doesn't really make any sense and it's trying to be real deep and it's not it's like it's real surface but also
1: Um, what are the chances that they're in the same bar but they recognize each other without seeing them for like over 10 years
0: The same chances a kid's on the bus that hits the mom of the daughter he'll one day marry, and they'll have a granddaughter that tells their whole story. Oh. Oh. Life itself, Jess. Someone
1: just got called out. You're being a bully.
0: (laughs) I'm saying, I am just saying, it seems like uh, about the same level of coincidence. Um, So, uh, oh, anyway. Uh, Jess,
2: Jess. The the plot. Jess has left the conversation. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> the plot continues. I'll let Jess talk about her rating for the plot. What do you think of all this stuff? Uh, going the question so one, one is, big thing left. Yeah,
1: bring it down, down, down. Even all the like we said before, how the um guy he sold the painting to, the angry guy, knew all that stuff. It how does he know that the kid stole the painting and it wasn't one of the other uh, people that survived? And then how does he buy right. that um piece of art from him? That I mean, that's everything is just stupid. It, it just <laughs> I don't know, but I was talking to my friend. <laughs> He's of, just stupid. <laughs> I was talking to my friend about it. who read the book, and he said there are parts in the book where it, he specifically talks about it coincidences, and I think he calls it like God's something. My friend has exactly what he said, but even the author knew that it wasn't realistic, but he kind of put it in God's hands or whatever. So. Maybe if they said something like that, I don't know, it would have done it better. But let's see, the plot. This is a very non-action, slow-moving story. However, I wasn't never disengaged. I did want to follow the entire story, even if it was kind of hard to watch. Um, So I'll give it that. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't completely bored. I didn't ever want to walk out. But there's definitely not too much going on that really, like, pulled me in and grasped my attention I don't know this one's kind of weird to talk about I and then the fact that the painting I feel the same yeah, way yeah the painting didn't even like get significant until like the last fifth of the movie and even then that was a whole bunch of coincidences too so I guess we will talk about that when Brennan explains the plot later but the <laughs> painting appearing and then grasping it that's oh I don't know I'm done talking about this I'm just gonna give it a two and move on <laughs> well <laughs> <Mom>, okay <laughs> I agree with Jess completely about
2: how um, engaged I was in this slow moving film and I think part of it was just that I was trying so hard to figure out how all of these things could possibly happen because of how contrived it felt um, and, dis- and disjointed um, also I spent most of the movie thinking, okay, this is going to play out at the end and we're actually going to find something out about why the Metropolitan Museum of Art was bombed. And guess what? (laughs) I don't get that. I get no satisfaction (laughs) from that. Uh, It doesn't happen. They could have made that another coincidence. They could
0: have made that like the little kid blew it up for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) At some point...
2: When they started showing, you know, his memories of the mom walking away, at some point I started thinking, did she have something to do with this? Because <laughs> not, everything in this movie is related to each other. There are no coincidences at all, although everything is a coincidence, you know what I mean? So I was like, everything, you know, goes back to something here. Um uh, I think that this might have played out way better as, I mean, this was an Amazon movie. So th- maybe Amazon should have taken this and done like a four-part series or a six-part series or something I kind of felt like there were so many shifts in the story that I could be like oh this episode is over I can't wait for the next episode but I'm not going to watch it now because it shouldn't be on right now <laughs> um so I I kind of felt like they might have been able to do better justice to maybe the book that I didn't read <laughs> um because of all of the different parts that were moving and you just couldn't get I couldn't care enough about what was happening. Um and there were so many there's a thread that goes through the the film about whose fault it was uh, you know, people people were taking blame for a lot of things, you know. Uh the kid Theo was taking blame because he was caught smoking, but it wasn't really his fault. It was this other guy's small who fault who's actually smoking. You know, we're we're shifted there's a lot of blame and blame shifting and blame taking and uh Boris takes Blame for a lot of things, and you know, until I can care about a character, I don't really care if you're taking blame for something. So, uh, well, that's a lot of talk for a two. For a <laughs> and
0: prop. that's, I mean, I, I agree with you guys again here, and that's why I've been, you know, goading us into arguments because otherwise it would be a whole review of it was fine, <laughs> it made no sense, I'm done <laughs> talking about it. That would be the whole review if we didn't argue about things. So, um, yeah, no, i
2: but not, I, I'm. <laughs> I'm curious about, the thing is, is I'm curious about how we kept, like, just uh, that Jess had the same feeling that I did, and did you have the same feeling, yes. Brennan, that even though it was a slow movie, 100%. that you were still engaged? Until the last, yeah.
0: until Boris shows up again, which is super ironic, because he's the best part of the first part, yeah, um, until Boris shows up again, the movie, I'm know? still, like,
2: yeah.
0: kind of going with it, I'm like, eh, like, it's not really good, but, like, I don't know, there's some good st- watchable parts in here, I like a couple of the people in it sometimes, like... I was still with it. I could follow it. Then the end is yeah. a big rushed mess of nonsense. The end. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. with you guys. It's, I'm like. Mm. I'm gonna give it a, just a smidge higher at a two five, just because I don't hate the whole plot until Boris shows up at the end. It's not strong by any means, but I don't hate it. Um, but when Boris shows up at the end, yeah, it's like it's like the 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 final coincidence breaking. Like, all right, that's enough. And then <laughs> and then from here on out, from here on out, it's just like coincidence after coincidence after like like he Boris comes in and he just like and and then this happens and then this happens and so what happens. Is he's like, oh, in Amsterdam, I think there's the guy who has your painting. And so we're going to (laughs) go. Oh, that was the worst part. Yeah, all all of this is bad. All of the the whole end is bad. Like, really bad. They go to Amsterdam and they have this plan. And like to get like the thing from a wealthy businessman and he kind of tells them of their plan, but not really. He says they're just going to like talk it out or whatever. Then he pulls guns on the guy when they meet him and they beat up the guy. And then one guy runs out the back and he's like, stop him. There's a guy in the back. And then we see him run out the door and then a guy goes back there. He's like, there's no one back here. I'm like, all right. So that's going to come back. And <laughs> I mean, how much time is left in this right. movie? And then they're like, oh, yeah, there's a lot. Of- We've- We're have already two and a half hours in. All right. Well, the next scene will just be them doing the next thing with the painting because now they have it and then the guy who like tattled on them calls in like reinforcements and he's like oh uh, you didn't think you're gonna get away that easily and they have a shootout but no one but like does anyone die like a couple of the thugs die I know Ansel Elgort shoots the one guy right and I thought Boris is dead but he's not dead apparently yeah I thought Ansel Boris Elgort, was
1: dead too yeah because he
0: got shot and he fell down yeah. he, he looked like he was dead and then He's like, oh, i got to kill. Now it's, it's like, I'm going to kill myself. And this is like what the beginning shot was with the blood and the, all the pills lining up. He, he's a drug addict this whole movie. We didn't really mention it, but that's part of it. Um, and right. he's killing himself. And then Boris shows up. I'm like, okay, now <laughs> Boris is alive <laughs> yeah, again. Boris and resurrected saving- and
1: killed, it and saved his friend. <laughs>
0: Right, I was like, alright, this is a stupid ending, but at least, you know, he's, I mean, he's killing himself, whatever, the movie's over. Nope, Boris shows up, and he's like, wait, you're actually alive, and that painting is actually at a really nice museum now, with a bunch of other stolen art. so How if, did he you know, know that? If, I, I don't, he said it was a police report, uh, like whatever and and then he's like so you know if we think about it if you didn't if your mom didn't die and i didn't steal the painting from you way back when and if all this stuff didn't if all these coincidences didn't happen we never would have found all that art and i'm like that's the point (laughs) that's the movie (laughs) that's what we were doing this whole time
1: yeah and one part of you guys on on
0: board with me here that this end is horrible (laughs) and crazy
1: yeah it's super rushed and i guess one thing i was disengaged in is the significance of the painting like when um, Hobie starts talking about like how much it's worth and the history behind it that's when I was kind of like yeah no one really cared about it that much there was like an article about it but I don't know I didn't think it was that significant and then how does a kid Boris know the significance of this painting like how did kid Boris the idiot be like I think this is worth a lot of money let me blah 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 I feel like he would never Uh, think of that
2: right
0: he saw uh, he had it wrapped up when they were kids and he wouldn't show it to him and he like hid it from him so that made him curious yeah and but he, held th- right. he, like ever... he held on to it i think he held on to it because he was in love with with lo- in love with him in the beginning i think that's why he held on to it
1: to for his memory i don't know i think yeah
0: that's why that's why that's why he held on to it because he loved his mom i mean it's the same thing you hold on to the painting because you're losing the one you love
1: i don't know right. i just think that it was where right. he stole yeah. in the first place he could have stolen something else but anyway that was
0: the, that was the big thing. Well,
1: he couldn't though
2: because there was the problematic piece of, you know, the old man dying, giving him the ring and then saying you have to take it, you have to protect yeah. it. And I'm like, oh, I need to know why that happened, but guess what else I didn't find out?
0: Yeah, why did why that, that old happened? guy do that? Cuz he doesn't know <laughs> that kid, does he? The
2: only thing I could No. No, the only, th- the only thing I could think of is he was older, maybe he was maybe there was he was having like a holocaust like flashback when he was you know dying no i mean that's seriously that that was happening and i don't know what else to think because what else why else would he say you know you have to protect that painting or you have to yeah, take it i wonder it? what
0: the book's reasoning is for that uh, Yeah, I, I didn't even think about that that's another thing that makes
2: yeah oh also really
1: so one of the biggest differences in the book was um when the police found all the missing art they gave um boris and theo a lot of money and theo then gave that money to hobie to make up for all the fraud that he's done for him
0: Hmm. you think they could have done that because that would have taken five minutes i know that's the thing is you're already you already (laughs) rushed you already wait like slowly crawled through two hours rushed a whole movie in like the whole the last 20 minutes should be another movie that's not this movie but they just did it, like, really fast. Yeah. And then, what, they have this five-minute thing that would at least tack on something to make it a little bit wrapped up with Hobie's storyline, and they they leave that out? It's a weird choice.
1: They could have at least have him, like, but then they tack holding, on. like, a check for a million dollars or something. It didn't even have to be, like, all drawn out and sappy. <laughs> it could have just been like, okay, that's resolved. He paid back what he owed.
0: Yeah, he could have, Jeffrey Wright could have been on. But have to
2: on- be a giant comic book. The giant comic check, you know those giant ones <laughs> that you hold, like when you win the. Oh line, no! I was thinking he, he shows up
0: at the door like he did when he was a kid. He rings a little thing, and Jeffrey Wright's there, and he holds the check out to him, and then we see Jeffrey Wright all teary-eyed, and they hug, and then the are pants. Yeah, up. exactly.
1: It, it could only have taken three minutes, so we'll the three <laughs> yeah, minutes. Yeah, it would have been so nothing. Like it would and have and been half perfect. hours, but we had to have the
2: very poignant, very um s- sort of ending where it's the mom and the son and the guy from the, I don't know the guy's name, Hobie's partner plus Pippa staring yeah, at the Yeah, three characters that for,
0: are barely in it and our kid.
2: And they they have they take a nice long stare. Like, they could have run credits over that, but they didn't. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I'll go to you, Mama K, so. for visual and sound because I have a feeling this is going to be your <laughs> highest grade just based on everything else. What do you think of the visual and
2: sound? Well, and also based on basically most of the time what my highest grades are. Yeah, I, it is. Um, there are a lot of... I think that they give you a lot of feeling through what how they do the cinematography and how every um have a, every place has an actual feeling around it. Like Jess said about the desert feeling, she felt thirsty. <laughs> I felt thirsty. I felt abandoned. Yeah. I felt demoralized. I felt like I wanted to die and probably a snake was going to eat me at any moment. And then when they're in New York and they're in the apartment of um andy's apartment and and whatever their last name is banks or whatever um you get the feeling that it's a stifling environment to grow up in it's super beautiful but it's also really you know not a place not an environment for kids to grow up in um and feel loved and then and because the parents seem really all about themselves and what about the part where all of a sudden the dad is bipolar oh I'm yeah that was the
0: excuse was that that was the excuse for the kid dying. Was the because the, cause the older brother who slams the table earlier comes oh, back sorry. and he's like oh I by thought, the way I thought you meant Larry
1: yeah I was like Larry's Larry. bipolar because oh. he's addicted to drugs no he's just an
0: <laughs> asshole he's <laughs> just no he's <laughs> just an asshole he's he's
1: oh no 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 where uh, I the see. the yeah. dad of yeah the
2: dad of the Upper East Side
1: family
0: yeah. is yeah uh, you know, so the, he the-
1: he died on the ship and like took a younger son with him and the asshole kid had to watch it all. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> right? what happened.
0: And the asshole kid and, tells us this in the bar. Right. Uh, you know.
1: And it was thing. like, and the little kid <laughs> talked about how much he hated Maine and going on the ship, and then that's how he died. Right.
0: Well, that's that's the poetic, right. the poeticness of it all, you know.
1: Yeah.
2: Irony. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. irony. Um, But yeah, but we're supposed to gather that this guy is bipolar because his handshakes at the table. I was just like, you know. I figured there was I something. he had looks like, looks like MS or my-
1: something.
0: Yeah, I thought he, had, so I thought he I. was... I. thought yeah, there was Michael something like that. I, I didn't know it was... Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> I thought maybe this is going to be the last time they go to Maine and go on their sailboat, but we didn't even get any of that either. Oh, no. Like, we don't go the there at all. I'm like, hey,
0: even though this movie had a $45 <laughs> million budget.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, it was all done... It was interiors. I mean, that's what it was. Um, so I really like... so. I felt that apartment I felt the way that it was supposed to make me feel and I also felt the antique store that was really that yes. gave me I mean I almost felt like I should probably be coughing <laughs> and I would probably have a cold for the next the six antique stuff, is the best stuff because of all the Jeffrey dust. right like yeah. yeah the antique store is great uh, Jeffrey Jeffrey Wright is so perfectly placed there in that character and the sound uh everything that was going on behind it was very deliberate and um and it and suitable so i am going to give that a 3.5 Yes.
1: So, I actually didn't think of the points that Mama K brought up, but now that she brought it up, I agree. The only ritual I remember is being so thirsty in the desert. <laughs> Not- <laughs> that's effective, though. I mean, it obviously was effective. They did what they were supposed to do, yeah. <laughs> and I remember even, like, the pool wasn't even filled up. Like, that's how thirsty it was. <laughs> um, right. I didn't really remember or the... Um, antique store um part but now that you bring it up i agree um that was very effective but i don't think too much really did it for me they didn't show the best parts of new york or the city um they didn't show the best parts of amsterdam or that city i think there was a lot more potential they could have done um so i think i'm probably just going to give it a two five wow
0: yeah, this movie wasted potential is a good way to good way to describe it uh
2: yeah and a lot of on a lot I'm of on a sick job.
0: I'm more with Mama K here. I'm at a three five um it's the strength of the movie. there's some really beautiful stuff in here. I'll okay, already point out the stuff I thought was best um yeah when it, and that's kind of I kind of like this first beginning because we get the antique store. um we didn't talk about the actual look of the museum when it gets bombed the cloud comes in when he's wandering around in there all right. oh, looks great. The body's kind of off in the distance
2: and also yeah. He can't hear you. You have that same. Your everything is muffled, and your the sound is muffled yeah. for you. So yeah, all that's, that's good. good.
0: Like I sound wise, not music, but like the sound of it is all good. And
2: when he shows yeah. up
0: in the desert, like we said, yeah, thirsty, abandoned, <laughs> alone. i was terror like it was the scary it was like a horror movie scene for me honestly because he's in the middle (laughs) of nowhere with these two people who you know are awful you just know even though they're pretending to be all better sarah paulson's not really giving a shit but luke Wilson's pretending to be better but you know they're just and he's like we're the only ones here throw the trash in whatever that bin is like and it's you know it's it's puts you right back in that 2007 2008 like you know housing market collapse mindset and like it feels like just an empty abandonment. Right. It's it's it was scary. Right. I thought it was like a legit like horror scene. Um,
2: and their house, you know, their house. I mean, even though it was pretty well kept, you know, it smelled like stale cigarettes and bad beer. You could just yeah, feel. That's yeah, it. Yeah,
0: it's because that's what their and, whole thing was. Yeah. Um,
2: right, and it was hazy in there, like it like that's what it would smell like yeah
0: so. and um yeah there's sound bits that work good in here like i said earlier with the yeah with we said uh the museum blowing up but um musical wise it kind of seemed stock it didn't seem to really stand out to me too much um the visuals are the strength though i thought for the most part yeah there, yeah i, yeah, I, I what jess you. was saying there's some missed opportunities that whole ends a missed opportunity i just like i write that off that whole last half hour <laughs> off as a loss like that's just that's it's that's all bad but um you know i think they make the most of it in the first two-thirds visually so um and i think that's probably part of the reason we all said even though it was kind of boring and not interesting and not very good we were all still kind of into it and watching it i think that's the visuals uh, talking so yeah um I think yeah 3/5 so, for me and we're we're at the end here we already talked about the end of it um i'll go to you back to you jess uh what do you give the resonance and feel of this movie
1: um so points that nick brought up um is a lot of the resonance of the painting which we never really talked your, your, your friend oh right. yeah sorry my friend that um told me um about the points in the book that he read so he brought up points about the painting which was never really talked about in the movie the movie was just the painting of a bird but there's no no big story behind the painting besides the fact that it survived the past bombing he said um what's his name the artist that did this painting um he signed his name a lot bigger than he did on his other works and this was his last painting that he drew before he died because uh, there was a bombing in his studio that killed him except this painting survived and also they're questioning why he drew this painting because it's such um a strong bird like i guess standing fiercely with his chain looped to um whatever is in the picture there. So I think if they added that in the movie somehow or it talks about the significance of it, it would have had a lot more resonance and feel because obviously people like Hobie felt super strongly about the painting, but I think if they actually talked about it more and made you feel and understand why, it would have had a greater resonance and feel because that's the name of the movie. It's the whole point of the book was this painting and they kind of brushed over (laughs) the significance of it.
0: Um, I think they do They do bring it up. Like what you're saying, I, I remember something like that Someone saying. I think Hobie was saying that yeah, to yes. the kids. So they, they bring it up. They talk about it. They, you're right. They don't go in depth, but they, I think they do mention
1: it at least. So I think that would have brought the resonance and feel up. Otherwise, again, there's not much character development to really stand by someone or understand their growth. So that really hinders this rating. I guess I feel sad that his parents died, but he didn't even cry over it. So I don't really know. Um, I'm probably just going to give us how I've been going with, I'm probably even lower, a two, because I really didn't feel anything at the end.
2: Okay. I have to agree with Jess on this. This is a two for me for the same reasons is that I just, it was uh, so much missed opportunity for character development. Again, I think if this were a small series or whatever, it might've been easier to it might have been fleshed out like it should have been uh like sounds like the book was um the yeah the painting was just a device um they did talk a little bit about what it was but there really wasn't any talk about why that was significant why is that painting why is the painting of that bird in that situation significant? And I think that they could have really drawn some parallels there. Yeah, I'm uh, sure the author again, of the book was it's another op- upset that
1: they didn't write about that because I feel like that kind of brings it all together.
2: For Yeah, it's, it's a two because of that. Otherwise, it's, you know, I think when it was premiering at the Toronto International Film Festival, there was a lot more... Uh, hope and buzz about it. And then all of a sudden, it just, it was much, you know, it, it tanked really quickly. Sort of like when <laughs> they went on that little sailboat in Maine and had a little bipolar situation and everyone dies except for the guy who's a jet. I really feel so, like in the yeah. trailer,
1: they try to make it seem like a mystery. Like who stole the painting? And really, that's not what yeah. it is at all. That's what they had to do to lure people to watch okay. this.
0: <laughs> that's what I was surprised yeah. that you yeah. said that. When I saw the trailer, I immediately knew the kid took it like immediately i didn't i get the mystery sense at all i don't know uh, that's why i was curious oh, I when you were mm-hmm. like oh my friend spoiled who had who took the painting i'm like well didn't the kid take the painting?" well that's Isn't just that because the like the
1: way they've been advertising it is kind of like this is a mystery like who took it but that's not really what really yeah right
0: no that's not how i i, I, I thought I it was so. just gonna be like a bio drama about the kid's life
1: no, because even
2: the music in the trailer was that, oh, what's happening? What are you going to do? You know, kind of stuff. Know, it's interesting. And, I didn't get that
0: at all. I didn't get that tone. Interesting that you guys got that. I, no. Yeah. No, I thought it was going to be pretty much. I'm hoping. I thought it was pretty much going to be what we got, except done well. That's it. Like, I th- I thought, you know, this is just, <laughs> I thought it was going to be this, except not bad. Like, I thought they were going to just make all the right choices instead of misfire everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. I'm at.
2: I'm, I'm... What does that feel like for these people? What is it? How do they feel about this? Doesn't this must
0: just be like I don't uh, know. The the user score terrible. on this on Rotten Tomatoes actually is in like the mid to high seventies, so like the critics don't like it, but the people who wanted to go see it seemed to enjoy it.
1: The critics probably read the book.
0: No. Maybe. Some of the people <laughs> on the user score I said read the book uh, read the book and they're like, this sticks so true. This really feels like the book. And like I'm like, all right. I mean well, I don't want to read that book then. That's something
2: <laughs> well that's i i did i did hear a little bit about it i was listening to pop culture happy hour and they were talking about and they said that that was actually a downfall for it is that it did try to stick to the book by pulling all of these things that were happening in 800 pages and sticking it in a two and a half hour movie and you can't do that yeah instead of taking like that's that's part of the problem taking
0: the themes and the idea and the feel of the book they tried to literally take every piece of the book into a movie and you can't that's not that's not good adaptation that's that's bad copying no um
2: and you get a lot of Nicole Kidman just walking around solemnly looking at pictures. I don't think she was terrible. I don't think other she other was terrible. Happening. She was just
0: fine. I don't think she was the worst part of this movie.
2: No, she was pretty no, bad. No, she was not that
0: bad. I mean,
1: she did her um, purpose, so... but she's mm-hmm. always like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. She didn't do. She didn't do anything wrong. Like, it wasn't like Luke Wilson, Sarah, Sarah Paulson. They were not. Cor- <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. I really wish the of they did Will Ferrell
1: in instead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would have been like a whole The tone would have been so fucking weird if they put Will Ferrell in that role. It would have
2: like Will Ferrell and and yeah. You know who they could have
0: done if you're gonna do a, If you're gonna do a comedy actor, you know who they could have done. They could have done Steve Carell because he actually does some dramatic stuff well. I think he could have done it. Actually correct. So
2: still, I would have been watching that going, "What is oh happening?" I've guys. seen some Steve.
0: Yeah, you, you've, you've, Steve Carell has done some good dramatic stuff that I've seen.
2: I have seen that, but what if they put Juliette Lewis it's, as it was the, the same mom? Same thing as seeing Luke Wilson.
0: Oh, well Nicole would have ran into the room screaming. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> she does not like that Julia Lewis.
2: <laughs> she would have been too old for this part, I think too. Yeah. So, so um,
0: I, yeah, I'm I'm around where you guys are. I'm actually at a 1.5. Um Ooh. this is super forgettable. I I, I don't I Brennan I, uh, super forgettable. I don't. I, I it's, it was, if at the end of it, I kind of feel like I wasted two and a half hours. I don't know. Like, I felt okay during it. I wasn't miserable. I was miserable at the end. I really wanted to leave at that. <laughs> when Boris came on at the end, I was like, uh, I'm, Aww. I'm really done with this. Um, but, I mean, yeah, like there's a couple of decent scenes. Maybe I'll think about them every once in a while, but not, nah, I mean, no, this, I'm not, this isn't sticking with me and, you know, not a, no, le- no real levity except for the the two kids. And that's like the best stuff, but like nothing, yeah, nothing. It's, it's good in comparison to the, the, the rest of it. So, yeah, one, five. Yeah. Um, so whew, we're at the end. Mama K, would you recommend <laughs> the goldfinch?
2: Yeah, I'm not going to recommend this movie, and probably particularly if you've read the book, that this might just be a, the supreme disappointment. So, hmm, maybe you should go see the other movie, The Hustlers, yes. movie that was getting better <laughs> reviews at TIFF. And oh, just don't give away your position November
0: on for... that. We, maybe not our listeners have gone back and listened to that episode yet.
2: Oh, well, I wasn't on it, so I can give my position now, right? I didn't see it, but I'm just thinking that maybe that would be the best thing to do or wait for the Ryan Johnson actual murder mystery
1: although out. I'm sure the audience that sees hustlers wouldn't even consider seeing this in the first place
0: no the crowds <laughs> totally the different crowds audiences, were very yeah. different for the between hustlers and uh, and goldfinch uh, yeah. Um, yeah I'm guessing so uh, Jess would you recommend goldfinch?
1: I think you'll be surprised to say I do have a weak recommend for this, just for what we were saying earlier. <laughs> um, even though it was really slow, I was compelled to watching it. There was no point where I actually wanted to get up and walk away. But again, I'm not going to rave about it and say it's great. But Really? I mean, I think
0: a it's... weak rec- a recommend, though? Like a weak recommend, but a yeah. recommend?
1: No, they, uh, hmm. I I think I wouldn't recommend it if I wanted to get up and walk away, but this wasn't the case. I actually did sit down and watched it. Some parts I enjoyed more than others, but again, it was compelling in some way.
0: Interesting. Uh, um yeah
1: in some way but
2: (laughs) undefinable this breaks (laughs) my
0: recommend streak i'm not recommending the goldfinch i didn't think it was going to be this movie i thought it was going to be the other movie i guess i just accidentally did give away my position on the other movie but um yeah this is is uh this is a disappointment i think all of us were to somewhat degrees excited about this i think everyone wanted to see it um, and I think it's fair yeah. to say for everyone, this is a letdown. Even Jesse recommended it. Gotta, you got to say it's a, it's a letdown. Um, yeah,
1: no, it's definitely not what I expected.
0: Yeah, so t- a week recommend and two not recommends for the Goldfinch. And uh, we've got some more theater reviews coming mm-hmm. up. Jess is going to be off for a few weeks. Jess is on vacation. So we wave bye to Jess. Yay! We're going to wave bye. Bye, Jess. Have fun. Bye, Jess. Fun. We'll, see you ba- we'll see you in October. Um, but we've got Ad Astra coming uh-huh. up. We have Downton Abbey coming up. Um, I know yeah. Mama Kay is gonna. We have a guest on. Yeah, so I
2: might have just gone to the whole Downton Abbey experience in Boston this last weekend. So I'm 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 amped. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm mm. I'm ready for my upstairs downstairs situation going on. Jess, I can't believe you're gonna miss this. It's
1: okay. It's
2: Oh, Je- <laughs> Je- there's zero chance <laughs> Jess could watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. zero
0: chance. Um, so Aww. we're going to have a guest on for Aww. that, and I'm sure it'll be Mama Kay and our guest talking and me every once in a while being like, so this this <laughs> happened i'm sure you guys thought that was good um and so we, get, we, we got that and then at the end of the month we have a couple Stop. streaming and possibly one more theater review and then october hits all kinds of stuff in october uh, but if you have anything to recommend to us in the meantime films with the woman in my life on facebook and the best place to reach out to me is brennan underscore pod host on instagram Mama Kay and Jess, thank you for being on The Goldfinch.
1: Thanks for having us. Thanks, Brian.
0: Till next time, everyone, this is Brian signing off today. Thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films
2: with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at FilmsWomenPod, and check out our website, FilmsWithTheWomen.libsyn.com. That's FilmsWithTheWomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening, and enjoy your movies.